740 here on Radio 1 Chicago. You're listening to Alex back in the green room. Um, talking with Melissa Castro Almandina here, um, who's going to do a, a live reading for us a little bit later, chatting about uh, Zinesters Fest. Yeah. Perfect. <laughs> <laughs> I got it. We were having a little discussion um, earlier in the in the room about how I always mis- mispronounce this, and yeah, it's just really, really bad. It, it looks like Zine. Yeah. But it's Zine. Zine. <laughs> it's totally Zine, and yeah, I'm going to write in like big letters in my notes to hopefully not mess it up later on in this convo. But uh, <laughs> um, but yeah, but welcome to, to Radio One. We're very excited to have, um, you know, someone who isn't always a, a musician. I feel like we have a lot of musicians come through these doors, yeah. so it's nice to change it up a little bit and throw like artists and writers, um, mm-hmm. you know, into the mix as well. So yeah. welcome. Thank you. I'm really, ha- I'm really happy to be here. <laughs> uh, well, tell us a little bit about yourself. Uh, are you from Chicago? What neighborhood? Yeah, so um, I'm, uh, I'm from the southwest side of Chicago, from McKinley Park. Oh, nice. Um, mm-hmm. My name is Melissa Castro-Mandina. I'm a poet, an artist, um, and I've been writing poetry for about 10 years. Uh, I've been doing it pretty professionally for about two, so. Oh, wow. Yeah. So when you say, like, pro- professionally, like, did you did you study it and, you know, um, like, go to school for it? And um, no, I'm, I'm, I'm pretty much self-taught. Okay, so I'm self-taught yeah. and, like, um, in high school. So when I was growing up, I grew up in the hood, so um, I didn't really have a lot of dreams. Um, and no one really believed in me. So I remember, like, I, I was like, oh, I'm going to be, like, 20, and I'm going to, like, you know, I'm just going to get married. And, like, there's nothing wrong with that. But, like, yeah. that, that's how I had, like, my – I've never envisioned myself to become an artist or anything. Um, and then, like, something, like, like I went through, like, tons of trauma. And um, I, dropped, I dropped out of high school, so when I – and I moved to Mexico. And then when I came back, I was like, you know what, fuck – I was like, you know what? I'm just gonna go, I'm just gonna go back to high school and I'm gonna finish it. And I graduated when I was 19. Um, but in that period, when I when I went back to high school, I met a teacher, and that was like one of the first times that someone had actually believed in me. Oh wow! Yeah. yeah. So it took kind of like yeah, that was a, a long time. Yeah, for, yeah. For so someone to kind of like notice and um, like what was it that they that they did um, to kind of like you know push you and yeah um so I was like 17 I was super heartbroken I was just like I was I I didn't have like any like actual goals but I all I the only goal that I had was I'm gonna finish high school and I'm gonna finish high school and then I grew up like reading books and writing all like my whole life so I would always write stories and journal and I remember writing an essay it was like one of my first weeks back in high school and my English teacher was, pulled me aside after one of my first classes with him. And he's like, wow, like, you're, you're a really good writer. Has anyone ever told you that? And I'm like, no. No one has ever. <laughs> no, no. no one has ever told me that. <laughs> um, and then after that, he put me in, in his, um, in his in, he, has, he had an intense, like, AP class. Mm-hmm. So he, I was there for two years. I studied under him for two years. But it was super intense. Like, there were days where I would write three essays in the span of, like, a few, like, maybe, like, a class time. Wow. Yeah. So like I read poetry. I, I learned how to read and write it. I, I didn't know what it, what poetry was. To my understanding, poetry was were like love poems that I would like Google mm-hmm. or like um, a lot of like my, my first. Um, I, I thought I'm like, like Ashanti's a poet. Like, you know, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so yeah. like some. Yeah. Yeah. Some respects. Yeah. yeah. So I was just like Ashanti's a poet, love poems, whatever. Um, but I didn't know that poetry was a career. I didn't know that poetry was an art form. And I just completely, utterly fell in love with it. And this is why I'm here. Wow. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I feel like, yeah, there's a lot of like a, a misconception. You think of poetry, you think of like, you know, that old 
school like very lovey-dovey like, yeah my heart aches for you which is like totally i mean fun. i could yeah. totally do that yeah, too. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah i was like nothing bad nothing wrong about it yeah um but how does how did you make uh you know the art of poetry like your own like you know you were mentioning like you know the struggles that you went to and yeah. um you know how has that kind of like you know been put into your poetry and kind of like you know your own? i i've just always tried to remain honest I think um, there are days and I tell other writers, um, I, I don't always write great stuff or I don't always or like to my understanding, or it's not always good, but I write consistently and I keep trying and I keep trying. So um, I just keep doing it until I find my voice. And I feel like I have my voice now, but it's always changing because I'm always evolving, I'm constantly evolving. Mm-hmm. And, um, and that's why I really like the motif of the butterfly and a moth, because I feel like I have emerged almost again, like I have been reborn. So, as a poet, so mm-hmm. yeah. You do you ever look at kind of like the first, you know, poems that you've written and like look back at them and be like, oh my gosh, like oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> like there was no so form, bad. There was no stanzas, no so it, bad, yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, poetry is poetry is really really interesting. I, I think it's heavily misunderstood, um, and that's why I try to do workshops on the South Side. Um, because I remember like reading my first poem. It was a Robert Frost poem yeah. about a spider. I, I, I can't even remember the name right now. <laughs> but I remember like it was talking about a belly and I was like, Oh, like it's pregnant, like, you know, and like it has babies and like they're in love and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. And that was a very kind of novel way that I was kind of perceiving poetry, but I didn't know that there was kind of like underlying layers and layers and layers of it. And I think that's so important and it's not accessible. So that's why I try to teach it um, to my community. Especially in like, you know, like those, you know, communities that, you know, aren't, you know, surrounded in like the best educated, you know, neighborhoods. Like sometimes it's really hard and you don't know how to always like express yourself. And unless you go to like, you know, like a college or take a class, like you don't know that like those poems, like they're deep. Like they go, you know, to places that you didn't even think on the surface would go. Mm -hmm. Um, So tell us like about how you kind of like form your, your workshops, like do you, you kind of have them like write out, you know, what they're feeling and what they've been through, like their own experiences? Or do you kind of have like a structure to like, we're going to do this topic or something like that? So the way that I do it, I like to live my life pretty organically. So I kind of just yeah. go with it. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I like yeah, that. I, yeah. I, it's, a, it's a nice like step away from everything. And, yeah. You know, just have it I mean, structure. you're never really unhappy. You're like, okay, yeah. cool. Like I can do this. <laughs> <laughs> you know, life throws you some curveballs. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> like I mentioned about losing my laptop yeah. earlier. <laughs> um, but um, so the way I structure them is I will pick, um, I don't know, three to four poems. Um, uh, I usually um, base, I, I try to stick with um, queer artists of color, um, queer poets of color, um, and I will pick those, and I will have the people at the workshop read them, and then analyze them, and then ask them questions about what they think they mean, if they have any questions on structure, um, and then have a, have a, like, just have a discussion on it, and then I have them write you know, make their own work mm-hmm. and we we all like perform or like share it and you know, I give honest feedback and you know, I just I try to create a an environment where people feel absolutely safe to like, you know, talk about poetry, yeah. you know, because I love it so much and mm-hmm. like it's incredibly cathartic and life saving to me. So like I want to give it back and, you know, um have people like use it in a really beautiful and healing way. And mm-hmm. um I think that's what's really really beautiful about 
poems and poetry. Yeah, and then, you know, to to that point, like, it's very intimidating to read something in front of people. Oh, like, absolutely. I hated it. Oh, yeah, <laughs> I, I, I don't yeah. even know how I perform so much. <laughs> I, I, I remember, like, I remember, like, I'm like, oh, I, I became a writer because I didn't want to talk to people. And here you are. Here like, I am. <laughs> literally talking to the masses here yeah. on Radio 1 Chicago. <laughs> yeah, so it was, it, life is funny. Life is, yeah. life is, like, life is cute. And um, I'm just really happy to be, I'm grateful every day that I have to be here. It's 7.48 here on Radio 1 Chicago. We're talking with Melissa Castro-Almandina. Uh, and you're going to read uh, a poetry, or a zine, right? Or a yeah. poem for us, or, yeah. Yeah, so I'm going to read a really short poem for you. Um, it's part of my zine. Um, I published it. Um, it was, so, so, so a zine is essentially a self-published book, or a book of poems, a book of recipes, a book of pictures, anything, right? It's a self-published um, book, um, and I released mine during Pilsen Fest back in August. Nice. Yeah. I was one of the featured writers, so okay. Yeah, it was really cute. I was like, I it was like, it was like hand bound and like have a wax seal on it and yeah. everything. So, uh, which stage did you perform at? Did you? I know. Go, I, or did no, you I, I didn't sell, perform. Yeah, yeah I just mm-hmm. kind of so like gotcha. in, the, in the writer yeah. circle. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And mm-hmm. I felt like super legit. I was like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> You're like, this is my booth, guys. Yeah, I'm an author. <laughs> Very cool. Yeah, yeah definitely love to, you know, take a listen. Let's dive in. Yeah, so um, the my zine is called Rose Quartz and Serpentine, and this poem is called Autonomous. I have always loved the lonely, the abandoned gardens with broken stems, colors spilling out through rusty gates, accustomed to the coldness, to the city concrete, living on minimal water with just enough heat making these hands bleed. A reminder that they have no use for me. That's it. (laughs) (laughs) Nice. And it's, yeah. So tell us a little bit more about the the collection and the the whole zine. Oh, so yeah. So the the collection is just um, a bunch of poems, shorter poems that I had written. It's, um, I try to stay with the same themes that I like to write about. I like to write about resistance, resilience, um, love, heartbreak, of course. Mm-hmm. Um, about I, in the middle of my zine, I actually have like an ode to brown eyes because I think brown eyes don't actually have much, you know, love. So yeah, everyone's about the blue eyes. Right? Yeah, the blue <laughs> eyes, and I'm just like, yo, I've always fallen in love with brown eyes. Like, <laughs> I can tell you, like, I can describe every one of my lovers' brown eyes because I would just stare at just them. Just stare. Yeah, yeah. I'm just like super creepy sometimes. I'm just like. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> All right. Like, don't mind me. I'm just, just staring me. I'm at just you. staring at you. It's fine. I'm just analyzing you. <laughs> <laughs> not to be put later on in a, in a zine. Yeah, <laughs> like, yeah, I'm not going to use you in one of my poems <laughs> or one of my, like, stories. <laughs> oh, gosh. So how has the, the climate uh, in today's world kind of, like, developed your writing? Has it, have you found that you're just, like, you know, when you write about resistance and, you know, write about all these things, um, these heavy topics, like, does the climate now kind of like did it, does it shift the way that you write you find with just like the craziness that's going on yeah absolutely I in mean, everything and every day yeah I mean I'm an empath so I feel everything I feel you know the pain of my people and I think that's one of the things that um you know revolutions happen within ourselves and happen within our communities um and I um definitely all I want to do is one um give my community hope 
and to you know ha- like ha- give them an outlet where they can feel strong and where they can kind of let go of all of this pain because um, I'm also part of Run and Proud Press, and we're, we make zines, mm-hmm. and we're, we, we serve as a platform for um, the collective healing of, our, of POC communities. And I think that's really important because, you know, we hold tons of pain, and one outlet is writing, and that's what I have. And yeah, absolutely, I'm, com- I'm a complete, you know, um, I am completely affected by the times, and I have a voice and a pen, and I'm not going. And I'm going to yell, and you know, and just give. I mean, I'm not. I'm not. The, I'm not. I'm not the speaker of my community. I would never want to say that, but I definitely want to be like a tool that they can use, mm-hmm. you know, where I can give them hope at least, and hopefully heal them in some way where they can keep going. Absolutely, well said. Yeah. <laughs> um, so before we wrap it up, uh, tell us more about uh, Zinesters Fest. Yeah. That, yeah. So tell us, uh, this is an upcoming event next Friday, right? Next Friday. At Low Res. Yeah. Yeah. So give us all the deets. Yeah. So we're gonna have performers, musicians. We're gonna have a bunch of um, vendors, a bunch of zine vendors. Um, I helped curate it with Amanda Flores, um, and it's going to be kind of like a local. It's really exciting because it's kind of like a local zine fest. Okay. And it's just kind of like for the people, by the people kind of kind of deal. And it's, I'm really excited about it. Yeah, I've, I've actually never been to Lorez before. I just yeah. I actually just found out about it not too long ago. Just, you know, roaming through the yeah. neighborhood. It's kind of like an obscure place. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. We'll definitely put out the, the, the address. I believe it's 2101 South Carpenter. I, yeah, uh, I believe so. I mean, I'm sure if you <laughs> Google Lowrez, you'll find it. Yeah, too. absolutely. Uh, but yeah, you have a lot, like a big lineup. Well, not I don't want to say lineup because it's it's not a performance based entirely. But yeah, it's like there's a lot of uh, mm-hmm. people like yeah. on, on this list. So is it the idea to have kind of like a like a big booth or kind of like stations or how is it going to be set up? Um, it's it's going to be tables. So tables. it's going to mm-hmm. so it's going to be a certain. Um, so we're going to have a performance space where all the poets and the musicians are going to perform. And then we're going to have like these tables where um, a bunch of collectives, um, zine collectives or vendors are going to vend their stuff. Nice. Mm-hmm. And you're also going to have like live music and live music. All that. Yeah. All mm-hmm. that jazz. Yeah. Fantastic. Uh, yeah. Well, definitely be sure to check it out next Friday. Um, and where can we find more info on like zines and how can people get a hold of you too if they, you know, if they're yeah. listening and want to get involved? Yeah. So um, I'm, I'm not really good with technology. <laughs> <laughs> I know. We were sa- talking about how you just threw your laptop. Just, yeah. Or, yeah, throw your laptop, leave it at places. Yeah, like, whatever. <laughs> it's it's a replaceable. Laptop. Exactly. There you go. Um, so I mostly use Instagram. You can find me at melissa.almandina. And that's A-L-M-A-N-D-I-N-A. I mostly use that platform. It's easy. It's accessible. Um, you know, I could, put, I could put pretty pictures. <laughs> um, yeah. And... Um, what was the other question? I'm sorry. Uh, just if you want, how do they get in touch with you, get involved, and yeah. just more info on the, the festival? Yeah. So, yeah. Um, so, you, know, you find me on Instagram. Um, I don't have a website, but yeah, that's pretty much how you get involved. Yeah. Yeah. Perfect. Well, thanks so much for, for coming in and sharing uh, info about the festival. Um, definitely sounds very exciting and yeah. very cool to, yeah. to check out. Thank you for inviting me. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Absolutely. Uh, so that's going to do it for us. Hip Hop Project is coming up next uh, at 8 o'clock. Uh, Gabe, do you have anything to say? Nope. It's a Black Panther weekend. He's so excited about Black Panther. I'm, I'm excited, Everyone, too. I think, yeah, everyone's very stoked. It's a yeah. Black Panther weekend. <laughs> I'm not sure yet just how I want to roll through there yet, like all black. <laughs> 
As you can see, I had my shirt on today. Just the shirt, jeans, <laughs> the shoes, everything. I mean, like all black, everything. I mean, you know, but I think you should get the costume. <laughs> get the full on. I, I don't know. I, you know, I. <laughs> I, shirt, I might get Marvel I might shirt. get radioactive like his own little black. I think it might be more appropriate for him to roll up in Maybe. there like that. Radioactive Maybe. is the eight year eight year old eight year old eight year old guest DJ who comes guest in. DJ. Oh, that's so cute! <laughs> yeah, yeah, he has a cool name. I love youth. <laughs> he fills in. They say the most like magical things. They do. I'm like, wow. He needs to come in. He hasn't come in in a while. Yeah. He also he also has brown eyes. So you know. Oh. <laughs> oh. <laughs> My favorite. <laughs> well, that, that that's all I got, Alex. Close right. us out. Close us out. All right. Be sure to tune in next Thursday, 6 to 8, here on WLUW 88.7 FM. Uh, that'll do it for us. Have a good long weekend for those who have Monday off, and we'll see you next week.